in this way, when we train our mind and we investigate these thoughts, we see that they simply come and they go. They disappear altogether. And the more we practice this, the more, the more we get used to this experience. And the more we're able to apply this experience and we don't forget this experience. But this is an experience we have to know for ourselves. We have to find out for ourselves. And gradually through our practice, we get more and more peace and tranquility. We have inner peace within our minds. Instead of chasing after all of these, these thoughts, we find that this inner peace is much more long-lasting than just, for instance, maybe the time that we have to enjoy our cup of coffee. A cup of coffee is temporary, but this inner peace, this tranquility in our mind can last for a long time. And through this, this awakening starts happening in our mind. Why? Because you're not chasing after these perceptions anymore. We're just watching these perceptions, these thoughts come and go. And the more we practice this, the more we start to see the world differently. We start to see people differently. And we don't feel so insecure. We don't get caught up in all of these anxieties and all of these thoughts. We start to realize that most of this unhappiness, this dissatisfaction, this suffering is coming from our own perceptions, from chasing after these perceptions and judging them and all of these discriminatory thoughts. More and more, we also see that there is great beauty or great peace and tranquility that is possible within our mind. We realize in so many cases, we don't have to run after these thoughts one after the other, trying to fix things, trying to chase things, getting all caught up in so many interpretations and misconceptions and so many judgments. We can just let these discriminatory thoughts, these afflictions arise and disappear. For instance, if we go stand on a bridge and there's a river or a stream running underneath it, while we're standing on the bridge, there can be high waters, there can be low waters, there can be muddy waters, fast waters, clear waters. As long as we're standing on the bridge, the water doesn't affect us. We just watch it come and go. But if we jump into the water or we get pushed into the water, then we get taken away by the water. It pulls us this way, it pulls us that way. Maybe we bump our head on the way, we swallow water. Maybe we take a long time, maybe we really battle to get out of the river or out of the stream. The same with the thoughts. If we just watch them come and go, they don't affect us, just like we watch the water going underneath the bridge. However, if we jump into the thoughts, we get involved with the thoughts, then the thoughts drag us into this scenario, into that issue, into this concern and that worry, into chasing after this, and chasing after that. And so we get pulled by the nose to all, in all different directions by all of these thoughts because we've jumped into them, just like the water pulls us this way and that way, the current takes us 
from the left and the right of the river and throws us around. And we're not free because we're controlled by the strength of the current of the river. Imagine that we are so used to jumping in the river that we don't even realize that we're in the river for a while, that we've been controlled by the river. This is what happens with us as well. We're so used to getting involved and giving our attention and energy to these thoughts that we don't even realize that we are falling into these thoughts, that we are so involved with these thoughts as they control us, as we are influenced to say this or do that or to act in certain ways, speak in certain ways. But slowly we get used to noticing and we get quicker and quicker at noticing that we are in the river. And so by noticing quicker, we can get out of the river quicker and we get better and better. We get more skills of being able to get out of the river. And then eventually one day we even walk up to the river. We say, don't get into the river, but we still jump into the river and we get controlled by the flow of the water, by the current of the water. And then we still get better and better. And eventually the day comes when we see the river, but we don't jump into the river. We just walk onto the bridge and watch the water go by. And the water has no influence of us. We're not controlled by the current anymore. Similarly, we start noticing that we have got involved in these thoughts, in these discriminatory thoughts, in these emotions, and we get better and better at no noticing it. We get, we notice it much quicker, so, and we get better and better. We get better skills at getting out of those thoughts, of letting go of those thoughts, no longer being involved in them. Then what happens as well, we get to the stage when we notice, oh, the thought is arising, but sometimes we still get involved with the thought. We still jump into that thought. But eventually the day comes when we notice those thoughts arising and we're just able to let them go, let them come and go, just like we watch the water under the bridge come and go. And the more we're able to understand this and put this into practice, the closer and closer we come to liberation. And this is a very useful form of renunciation. How is it renunciation? Is that we are not getting involved with all of these afflictive emotions and we're not in getting involved with all of these discriminatory thoughts. So we've renoun renounced them. They don't affect us anymore. And so in this way we see that we don't have to for the purposes of renunciation, we don't have to give up our jobs, we don't have to give up our families, we don't have to give up all possessions. What we give up is these discriminatory thoughts and these five afflictions. We give up our ignorance, our attachment, aversion, pride and jealousy. We simply let these afflictions come and go without getting involved with them, just like we watch the water come and go under the bridge. And in so doing, we also see that all of these afflictive emotions and discriminatory thoughts don't have inherently true existence. They only have influence and power 
over us when we give them energy, when we entertain them, when we attach to them. As soon as we let go of that attachment, as soon as we let them go, they no longer have such great influence or any influence over us at all. And this, in fact, is great compassion for ourselves because we don't get caught up in all of those old dramas anymore. And it's also great compassion to other people because we don't judge them and they're not influenced by us when we are involved with all of our dramas. We don't get caught up in our anger so much. We don't get caught up in our attachments or our jealousies and pride so much. And as a result, we don't hurt others as much. And we see issues and what's happening more clearly instead of seeing them according to our various discriminatory thoughts and misconceptions and judgments and different perceptions, which often are not necessarily the case or not necessarily what's going on. And we become more free and more liberated. Let's dedicate the merits. By this good, may all obtain omniscience, having defeated the enemies of wrongdoings in the turbulent waves of birth, old age, sickness and death. May all be liberated from the ocean of the suffering of samsara. Sonam de tamja tsabanye, tobnye nyepe tranan khadje jam, keka natir balan trupai, tipi tsoli trova trova sh.